0: Blot talk radio oh, It's that time again This is one.
2: Edition. Y'all, if you haven't guessed, we're talking about those secrets and lies tonight. We're talking about the hot new book from Miss Aranda McKnight. I like to say, welcome, welcome, and thank you so much for listening to Real Talk with Tanya White. Now, you might be saying, is it Thursday? No, we're just having a special edition. We're doing six shows in the next two weeks because we're going to take a break on December 10th for the holidays. So, we want to give you as much Real talk as we can throughout December. So that's why we're showing up tonight and we're going to have some real talk, y'all, about sex, lies, infidelity. We're going to talk to Rhonda McKnight about her hot new book. But before we bring her on the line, I want to say hello to everyone who is holding on the line in chat. Thank you, thank you. Tune in to our regularly scheduled show on Thursday nights at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And also this Wednesday, we're going to talk to Miss Elisa Ray herself on a special Wednesday show, and that show will begin at 7.30 p.m. So if you're a new listener, tune in to us on Wednesday as we have some real talk, y'all, with Lisa Ray. She's going to talk about her divorce, her disappointments, and her new uh, show that's going to be on TV1, and we're just going to kick it. She's real, y'all. If you haven't heard her on interviews, it's going to be a blast like tonight, and I'm so excited to have Miss Rhonda McKnight. Uh, Visit TonyaWhite.com. Tanya is T-A-N-Y-A, White is in the color. Sign up for my free newsletter, Tanya's Tips. It gives you tips for the day to transform your tomorrow. Now it is weekly until uh, December 17th, I believe, and then we're going to switch to monthly starting in January. Uh, So get your weekly dose for the next three weeks, and then January. We're going to kicking off with a monthly uh, edition of uh, Tanya's Tips. While you're visiting TanyaWhite.com, I have three great books, how to Deal with a Difficult Woman, Relationship Rewinds, and my latest book, The 99 Mills, Who Make Your Life a Living Hell. Check them out. Purchase them. Uh, we'll send you an autographed copy. Y'all, This great deals for the holidays. And then check out all the information we have coming up for 2010, uh, the sponsorship information, and our winning women who want other women to win conference. Uh, early registration kicks off tomorrow so, all the information is gonna uh, is on tanyawhite.com dot com and we thank you for listening. We thank you for visiting now Miss Rhonda McKnight has been on the show. I think this is her third time uh and the two previous times she's been on giving great information for writers who want to write uh the book that they have been procrastinating about, giving us great information on how to craft and uh the book get edits, how to uh, perfect the plot. But now she's coming back as an author herself with her brand new first novel, I believe, called Secrets and Lies. So we're going to bring her on because it has been getting rave reviews on Facebook, all the reviews. And so she's going to give us the insight information. So welcome once again to Real Talk with Tanya White, Miss Rhonda McKnight. Hello, Miss Rhonda. Hello, Tanya. How you doing? I am fantastic today after a great holiday weekend. How are you? I'm great,
1: and I'm glad to be coming on the show finally talking about my own book.
2: (laughs) Listen, I have seen it. Everybody keeps giving. I'm going to get my copy for the holidays, but before we dig into secrets and lies, we want you to tell our audience once again who you are, what you do. You are a woman with many hats. (laughs) Well,
1: um, my name is Rhonda McKnight, and I live in uh, the Atlanta area I've been here for 12 years, originally um, grew up in New Jersey, a a small uh, town on the coast there called Asbury Park. I am the mother of two sons. I have a four-year-old and an 18-year-old. I am, let's see, I am the vice president of my writers group, Faith-Based Fiction Writers of Atlanta. I have a freelance editing service uh, called Legacy Editing. Mm-hmm. And I help uh, other authors with developing their stories. Uh, most of the editing that I do uh, relates to the story structure and the content. And what else do I do? I work full time. I um,
2: you making me I'm, tired already. I'm right?
1: busy. I'm busy. <laughs> I mean, I just you know, I, I got a lot of hats. You know, I'm a mm-hmm. I'm a sister. I'm a daughter. I'm, you know, church. Lots of stuff, lots of stuff, lots of stuff. But you know, the 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 thing that I'm busiest with right now is just being mom and um and work working with
2: this book here. Well, listen, I love the cover. Thank and you. I love Ed search from your press kit. The plot is hot in secrets and lies. What was your inspiration for writing this book, Secrets
0: and Lies?
2: Well, you know, uh, I woke up one day and these people
1: were just talking in my head. (laughs) You know, uh, really, my stories come to me. The beginning of my stories come to me. I just, you know, they start at page one. And this woman um, was miserable in her marriage. She was frustrated with her workaholic husband. Mm -hmm. And I just started typing what she was feeling. And so then... um, I started working on my character sketches and then I had to uh I sat down and started working on the creative part of the plot because I just I knew the story was going to be about a couple
0: mm-hmm. who was having
1: a marital problem but I when you work when you're writing fiction you can't just I mean there are a million stories out there about couples having marital problems but mm-hmm. you know you have to make it different you have to figure out what you're going to do to Making a diff- what's going to be different about your story from the other. So I sat down and, and, you know, got creative and juiced it up. I have to admit that I think that perhaps one of the reasons this woman was um, talking in my head was because at the time, I'm going to be transparent here, mm-hmm. I was kind of going through deep, deep, deep in some marital woes myself, I was mm-hmm. having some, some real problems with my own marriage. And so I think that that could have been the inspiration for the story. But it is not my story. Mm-hmm. Um, It's just, I think that it that my own personal uh, pain probably perhaps added to the realism of the emotions of the characters. So,
2: of course, as a writer, people say, "Where do you get all your inspiration?" I tell them, "Honey, if you only knew, most <laughs> of the stuff I live in writing is cathartic for me." And even though some things are, I have to. Uh, change a little bit Like you said To yeah. protect people um, It is cathartic is, is is that what you found When you was writing uh, You that, know Actually
1: no You know okay. I, I, Actually I did not uh, my writing partner, Sherry Lewis, who is a multi-published SSL best-selling author herself, writes like that. Most of her stories, and she, she, she's been interviewed many times and she talks about that, mm-hmm. are healing for her. Whatever she's going through, she's writing about it. But for me, what happened was as I was writing this story, Great. I felt like the emotional intensity was too much and I didn't want to finish it. I didn't want to write it anymore. I put it down pro- probably for a good nine months. And mm-hmm. she was the one that said, look, I really think you need to go back to that story. This is a really good story, and, and you, you, need, you need to finish it. And, and I was just like, I can't write this anymore. I can't go through what this woman is going through anymore. I can't go through it with her because I'm going through it myself, and it was so for me. No, I, I did not find it. Um, at the end, would I say yes? I don't even know that I could. Um, I think that my experience has made it a better book. Whether or not it helped me, I, I, I don't know that I could. Even today now that, you know, I finished that book three years ago, would I say that that helped me with my situation? Perhaps it did in the end and in some ways that are real personal that I'm, I might not, that I won't talk about. But, um, no, I don't really write. I'm not a person who writes to, to get to work through my feelings.
2: Oh, really? Wow. I'm more of
1: a chatter. <laughs> I pick oh. up the phone and call somebody.
2: <laughs> see, and I'm the total opposite because, see, I'm, I probably would bust out crying if I was talking to somebody on the phone. But listen, Secrets and Lies, hot book, hot cover, tell us what the characters, who it is about, and, you know, why so many Secrets and Lies?
1: <laughs> okay,
2: Secrets and Lies
1: is a story about uh, two two people, a woman, um, Jonah and Faith Morgan, and they're a couple, and their marriage is in trouble. And um, they are struggling to keep it together when the husband, Jonah, is accused of something that's just absolutely unthinkable in his world for him, you know, by one of his coworkers. And so here we have these people that are in trouble, and then, you know, you know, when things are bad and then you get accused of something,
0: right. you know,
1: um, that the timing was not good. <laughs> and so that's basically what Secrets and Lies is about. Um, The secrets and lies aspect of it um, is about the things that we keep hidden and why we keep those things hidden and the lies of omission and commission that commence as a result of trying to keep things hidden. Um, I had someone say to me that they thought from looking at my book and reading the the, the first chapter of the book that's on the, the excerpt on my website that this was going to be your typical book about a woman whose husband was cheating and she had to forgive him because it you know I talk about how forgiveness is one of the aspects of the book and mm-hmm. then she read the book and it was to- totally was not what that was what it was about mm-hmm. and so absolutely 100% was not and so it was it's not so much about the secrets and lies a man tells to keep things from his wife but mm-hmm. the secrets and lies that people tell to keep their
2: private
0: pain, private.
2: Mhm. And like you said, the the, the lies of omission, mm-hmm. omission, That secrets I usually say secrets is like that salad cancer, and it just eats and eats away at you until you yeah, it and work through it. Um, can I read the synopsis from your press? Sure, sure. Faith Morgan is struggling with her faith. As we all do sometimes. Years Mm -hmm. of neglect leave her doubting that God will ever fix her marriage. When a co-worker accuses her husband, Jonah, of the unthinkable, faith begins to wonder if she really knows him at all and if it's truly in God's will for them to stay married. Now, that is a big, um, relevant, you know, issue in -hmm. many of today's Christian marriages.
1: Yes,
2: it is. Without giving too much, how can a a, a woman who is in this dilemma – what are what are some things that she needs to really? Because sometimes we can get caught up in the fairy tale or uh, be so high minded in our faith that we do not see practically. How can somebody in in faith situation or something similar, you know, really work through? Is this God's will for me to stay married? Is it, is it His will for me to divorce? What are some things that she can do?
1: Well, you know, I think that you know, um, not being a, a, a licensed you know, counselor or right. you know a, a preacher or or whatever, just talking from from my own experience and my own personal study and, and my own personal experience, I think that you have to a you, you have to have a, a prayer life. If you're a Christian woman you you have to have a, a prayer life and you have to have surround yourself with people that are like that are like minded, people mm-hmm. that desire that your marriage work. Mm. You know, and um, and you have to have good biblical teaching. Yes. And so if you have those things, then you'll always have the influences that you'll have in your life will be such that um, you're always going to have people speaking to you. They're going to be saying the right things. If you're praying. God is going to be speaking to you and telling you what you need to do, and the Holy Spirit. Well, when you get to to a certain point where you're frustrated and you're ready to quit, and the Spirit will say, "Well, no, you know, forgive this or forgive that, or that was you, and you're you're the one that needs to grow up in this particular area." Um, there are things that the the Holy Spirit will reveal to you if you are prayerful. If you have friends who are who and or even relationships with with people who are who are um, Christians that are relatives, they will help you to see your piece of what could be better about your relationship they're, they they 're not going to dish the dirt with you about your husband they 'll listen to mm. you talk about certain aspects of things, but they 'll also always bring it back. One thing I can say about my 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 circle they all you know when there were things that I had to say, they always brought it back to what is Rhonda doing. And what could, what could Rhonda be doing better? And, um, and you need people like that to keep the balance, mm-hmm. you know. And so when you have those relationships and you have that, that personal relationship with Christ and then you have that teaching, you, you're, able to, um, you're able to hang in there. A lot longer than perhaps someone that doesn't have that. And then what also um, happens is you've got to have that love. If you love that person, because love covers a multitude of faults. Mm-hmm. Um, if you love that person, then that's going that's going to take that's going to take that's going to take care of a, a lot of different things. I think that people have to be careful about who they marry. Um, in the story Secrets and Lies, Faith made a very, Rhonda, well, that's a, that's a whole nother show. To, uh, <laughs> you know, run that,
2: so I know. Cool. I wrote through it, have, it because I was. Know, a... I wanted to go back to what you said. Uh, you said sir, you, you can't dish the dirt about your husband or your wife. And you said your your friends uh, always brought it back. Now, in most situations, and I, I'm just playing back in my mind when I was, like, dishing the dirt, so to say, with that's because the friend gave me the go-ahead to do that. You know what I'm saying? Because they yeah. did the and And so uh, I'm thinking in my mind, wow, I just, uh, but I didn't do it because I was being malicious. I was doing it because I thought it was acceptable to do. So wives, and I want to make that point, they need to, if you really want to keep your um, marriage together, first, like you said, you got to make sure you marry the right person and then that you love them. And then, because if you do all that then you're going to protect them even in their wrong you're not going to give your friends permission to
1: Right, right. Cuz I didn't have friends who my friends were not going my friends were not I don't I don't have friends that talked that would talk about my husband. Mm-hmm. They if I called and I'm angry about something they may listen to me and say and say, "Ooh, you know that show wasn't right." And then they would just move on. <laughs> you know, and it was like it was not going to be a a session about him or um, it just wasn't. I don't know. I think it was. You just, probably
2: set those parameters, though. They well,
1: you, you I think I system. think it I think it has a it, well. No, I don't think it was parameters that I set. I think that that my friends are are people who because I'm going to do the same thing for you. You're not going to call me and and, and tear your husband down either. Um, I think that what it is yeah, is that they're it's just it's like, like-minded like people, mm-hmm. people who really believe um, all, you know, we, we just have the same ideas about marriage and the sanctity of marriage and that, you know, that God hates divorce and you work it through and um, that nobody's perfect and we, we, we just all kind of, we all believe the same stuff. And so we're able to, you know, iron is iron, we're able to, mm-hmm. to help each other. And um, when I'm in a, th- a rough patch, going through a rough patch, you know, maybe things are, you know, good over there with you. So then you're able to say, well, no, you know, think of it this way. And, you know, it's, it was like, you know, remember when you did this. And and so mm-hmm. it's never, we're never both in the valley. And so, and I believe that God, God um, makes it that way so that we're able to help each other.
2: Yeah. I think that, but that, it. it, it what you're you not saying, I'm listening to you, what you're not saying. You wanted that, and and that's why I'm going back to people who want the iron to sharpen them. They surround right,
0: themselves
2: with Because right, them. I've, I've been i in the you're place right. both you're ends. Right. And when I didn't want to be sharpened, I surrounded yeah. myself with dull uh, people. You're right. You're right. So, you're absolutely right. So, you're absolutely uh, you have right. It's a decision. Focused. It, it is a decision. That's what I'm it's saying. You set those parameters. Whether you did it uh, intentionally or not, the mm-hmm. way you carried yourself, the way you talked,
0: mm-hmm. set those
2: parameters. And that's I want people to understand that You, you set parameters in your relationships, friendships, marriages
0: by you what did.
2: you do and what what you say, and by what you do not say. If you just join Real Talk with Tanya White, this special edition, we're we'll talking to, to Miss Aronda McKnight about her new books. Secrets and lies. Now, Rhonda, what would you like readers to take away from the book uh, after they read it? You have a, a wealth of issues in here: the unforgiveness, uh, reconciliation, even depression. Before we get there, depression. Why was that an issue in this
0: book?
1: There are two. There are actually two characters in this book that that suffer from depression.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, that. The, the husband, actually Jonah Morgan, um, has suffered from depression. Um, his he had a there was a childhood incident that happened. Uh, he is Jonah is forty years old, and an incident occurred when he was a child that has sh- shaped his his entire adult life, and so it has affected his work. It affects his relationship with his wife, with his children, with his parents, and so that has been something that has caused him to, um, without giving too much away, um, I can say, it, well, it comes out very early in the book, that he has a problem with alcohol. And so um, so that's how he deals with, that, that's how d- depression affects him, that he has this unresolved pain from his childhood, which has just, you know, he has just bottled up um, for 30 years. Right. you know and has caused uh, a a depression and then there is another minor character who is suffering from a um a d- depression that um, something that that occurred um within the last year prior to the novel opening that is a very very uh instrumental piece in how this story unfolds but So there are two, there are actually two characters that deal with depression. And I wanted to deal with that because depression is such a, a, a problem. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know so many people that are struggling with it. I know people that are struggling. I know I know someone that's been struggling with depression probably for about forty years,
2: mm-hmm. and I
1: know somebody who's who's got who's become very depressed over the last last couple of years. Mm-hmm. And so I think that we we all know people who who are dealing with depression. I think most of us can say that we know people that are dealing with depression, and it's not anything to be. Um, dismissed lightly it's not just being sad and having a bad day when a person becomes clinically depressed it depression can take you out and so um in the story secrets and lies we we learn how important it is for people to care enough to reach out um, Mm -hmm. when people are depressed and so
2: that is one of those taboo issues in life. And I don't I don't want to say it's a black thing or white thing, but when people struggle with depression, it's a taboo issue that people don't want to openly address so that they can really help uh the person w- have a way they help uh especially in the church because we think very much in the church. We very much not in the church field, you know. Yes. If, yes. And so I'm glad that you, uh, because I've had uh, my mother uh, suffer with depression, didn't realize it until she was, like, on her dying, bed. that's what she was dealing with after my father had died. Um, Mm -hmm. And it's so awesome that you dealt with it from the male point of view, because men do. They're not, you know, expressive emotionally, but they have emotional issues that are hindering them, and depression is very big.
0: Mm -hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. It is.
1: And, um... And, and and I think that it is it's very taboo in the church, you know, because it's like, well, if you're, why why can't you just pray and pick yourself up and and, 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 and pull yourself together? And, and particularly in the African American community, it's just like, well, we're strong, and
2: how come you can't
1: get, you know, how can't how come you can't get over it? And so it, it is very taboo. And so this particular character in the book actually, you know, has. This makes a decision not to use medication that has been prescribed because she says, "I'm a Christian. Shouldn't mm. I be able to work through this?" It was devastating effects, and so um, you know. That's so I, I decided
2: that is real.
1: That's yeah, that's the real talk, Tanya. <laughs> that's yeah. the real talk. Yeah, because it's happening every day. I, I mean, I know someone personally who who stopped taking her medication because she felt that should not should I not be able to and you know, and actually I hadn't even thought about that. that could have even inspired that piece of the story. Um it it probably did subconsciously. Um and I'll have to talk to her about that. But um because she's read the book. And ask her how she felt about that. <laughs> little, little, little note to myself, but um, but that was a decision that that she made. And like I said, it has devastating effects for her and other people in the story. And so, um, but you know, we have to be careful. You know, these things. Sometimes the things that are eating us have. You know, they have such. They make such deep psychological wounds. They mm-hmm. they they hurt us, and we're unable to communicate with our our spouses, and our spouses can't heal those hurts that we have. You know, Mm -hmm. only God can get to those places. But I think that we can talk to our spouses and we can have at least an intimacy with them so that they understand that we've got some pain there. But when you've got secrets Mm -hmm. and, you know, you're telling lies to keep those secrets, Mm -hmm. then you've got a person on the other end who has no idea what's going on in your world and why you're behaving a certain way, why they're – they're looking for behavior A, and they push a button and get B.
2: Oh, Rhonda, you have just released me from something I've been dealing with on a friendship. I'm thinking it's my fault. But you said something so key, secret. When you're dealing with those secrets, you start telling lies. to cover up the secrets. you got to cover up what, that secret. And the person <laughs> on the other end who is trying to be authentically your friend, your spouse, right. whatever, when you do not open up or when things are, you know not coming out the way that they should that also affects them and creates a cycle of I don't, I don't want to call I don't know what it is but doubt confusion and which further hinders the relationships and it's a betrayal yeah oh thank you <laughs> Thank you, it's, Rhonda. It's a, it's it's a betrayal them.
1: of the relationship. It's a betrayal mm-hmm. of the intimacy. It's a betrayal of the friendship, the marriage, whatever the relationship is. It's like, okay, I'm here 100% with you, but I've got 25% of you. That's a betrayal.
2: Oh, my God. Okay, Rhonda, you're not going to have me cry on that. <laughs> um, it's, a, it's, a, it's an interesting book, Tanya. I'm, I'm going to tell you that. It's I'm an really interesting mean. book. And you, it's an uh, interesting book. you dealt with – I'm stuck on the betrayal because that's what I called it. And I was trying to rationalize it, but it is a betrayal because I was there 100% authentically uh, and the the friend was not – the secrets and lies kept her, okay, if so you just join Real Talk, I'm talking with Rhonda McHugh, <laughs> who was giving some Real Talk to Tanya White to help her. <laughs> so I don't have to go into 2010 – Dealing with all this mess, you deal with another uh, uh, very taboo subject, Rhonda—suicide.
0: Ah, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Well,
2: you just—you just went in all on your first novel,
0: huh?
1: I did. It was, you know, it, it's funny because I said, you know, sometimes when you write your first novel, everything but the kitchen sink be up in that book, you know, <laughs> and um, and there was some even some more issues in the book that I took out of the book, and. Um, but the suicide is 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 without like you know giving it away is is a piece that that ends that comes as a result of the depression so you can almost kind of guess that there is a character and and I won't say which one I've already told you there are two people that are very depressed in the book but um there's there's someone that considers suicide and um but that's what happens. When people are depressed, when they get to a point where they are clinically depressed, suicide usually ends up, if they don't get help, um, most people that are clinically depressed end up at some point considering suicide because they get to a point where they decide um, why continue to live. That's the end of the road with depression. Like there's no other, there's no other outcome. You know, if they don't get help and if they live long enough, they're going to consider suicide. My life has no value. And so when I did the research about depression, I just, it amazed me because I just had no idea that that was where – suicide came from and of course it makes sense you know once you do the research and you read you're like well of course yeah it would come from that but I had no idea that that's where depression led for like 90 percent of the people that are clinically depressed have thoughts of suicide
2: yeah now can you uh, explain what clinical depression is Clinical depression is just a, a
1: well, it's a term I'm using that I learned during the research. It just it it just means that a person has gotten a, a diagnosis from a clinician yes. who um, who is um, licensed or certified to say you're depressed. So I I probably really even shouldn't be throwing that term because it makes it sound like it's more than it is. It's just depressed.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Well, which shows that people they need to go seek help.
1: That's they need right. help.
2: You, you need to go seek that help. Uh, and how do people in your research? How do you know that okay, this you finally figure out I'm depressed? What are two or three you know signs to let people know I'm I'm struggling with depression?
1: Usually uh the signs that people are are struggling with depression are um first and foremost is um they don't feel like um it being engaged in, in their normal relationships with people that they normally care about. Mm-hmm. So, like, if they have a spouse, they don't want to spend time with them, they don't want to talk to them, um, they may uh, really, um, you know, get become workaholics, you know, really delve into their work a lot because now they're not wanting to deal with people. It's a mm-hmm. lot of disconnection from people that normally they wanted to spend time with. Um, Withdrawing. From people is a big one mm-hmm. um another uh sign that you may be depressed is um feel not feeling well mm-hmm. um,
2: physically right
1: physically not feeling okay. well um and not really having a specific um, symptom you know mm-hmm. having headaches um tiredness, mm-hmm. not feeling like you can get out of bed um overeating or not eating those are usually um, some of the physical things that people go through with depression um and let me think what was the third one oh and lying to cover it up
0: mm-hmm.
1: when you start when when you start to um, make excuses for why you're not available for let's say your girlfriends want to go out and you don't want to spend time with them you you know and you have nothing to do,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, and you make up something that you have to do so that you don't have to go, so that you don't have to engage with them. Mm-hmm. When you begin to create scenarios mm-hmm. to avoid normal things that you do in life, like even going to work, that's a sign that there's something wrong. Wow. So those are those are three major indicators, and then of course, you know, thoughts of um, that you're worthless. Mm-hmm. You know, um, that your life has no value. You can't do anything anymore. You don't. You can't do anything right.
0: Wow.
2: Wow. So if you just joined, we talk with Tanya White. We're talking to Rhonda McKnight. And, Rhonda, this book sounds hot. You've been getting rave reviews from all the major uh, players in the writing industry. So congratulations. And this is your first novel, you. right? Yeah. Is, right. And I
1: feel so humbled about my reviews. I really listen, do.
2: Listen, you have worked so hard to help others birth their book. It's your time to shine. Uh, so take it all in. <laughs> I'm going to read it. On I my am. How they break. But listen, if people wanted to uh, get some services, they're trying to write a book. I know I'm, I'm going to launch and write my first fiction. I'm doing that right now. and Great. I'm going to need your your expertise uh, with, you know, the critique and everything. How can they get in contact with you? They can do. The best way to reach
1: me is on my website, okay. and that's at www.rondamcnight.net And that's Rhonda with an H, and um, and McKnight with a K, M C K and I G H T. And I have a link on there for writers, which uh, where where I outline all of my services my prices there's a uh, contact email there Uh, if you have any questions I provide a sample I have uh, will provide references if necessary Um, I'm not taking a whole lot of clients (laughs) right now because my book is out and um, so I'm I'm really busy with the the couple of clients that I have but I um, but if someone queries me, I'll certainly get back to them. And I certainly can refer you to someone, if I'm not available, I can refer you to somebody that absolutely can help you. That um, Because I have a circle of people that, are, you know, we people who do this type of work, we we refer um, people back and forth to each other when we um, are not available to take new clients. But, um Awesome. But I love content editing. I rarely, rarely turn down a a job um, if it's if it's if it's content because I really, really, really like working with new um, aspiring writers and like um, helping people to, you know, live their dreams. You know, this is a good feeling. This is a good place where I am is a really, really, really good place, and um, I'm excited about it, and I'm ex- excited to see anyone get there. Wow.
0: It's
1: good.
2: Now, as every writer knows, when you first one book. The second one, you're always impregnated with. So, do you have a follow up to this novel or a second book, baby, as I call them?
1: Oh yeah, my second book is already to bed. <laughs> my okay. second book is uh, my second book is titled An Inconvenient Friend. Oh. It comes out in August of two thousand and ten. An inconvenient. You have
2: to give us a little snippet. Of a little snippet. Let me, me tell you, coming. I am.
1: So excited about An Inconvenient Friend. An Inconvenient Friend is, um, actually there is a character in Secrets and Lies. Mm -hmm. It's not a sequel, but I have a a nasty little character in Secrets and Lies. And her name is Samaria Jacobs. And Samaria gets her own book. And she was making trouble in Secrets and Lies, and she's going to be making a whole lot more trouble in An Inconvenient Friend. Um, She... um, is a man stealer, and so she makes she has her uh, hooks in a new man, and we'll see if she's going to get her man or if she's going to destroy herself and everyone else in the process.
2: Oh my goodness! Uh, first of all, the title is hot because <laughs> I'm already thinking some some inconvenient friends right now, uh, and I know I've probably been one myself. <laughs> title is hot already. Now you are a lover of social media, as me. I am. Oh my gosh! <laughs> so if they didn't want to visit your website, what what other places could they visit you at, uh, Rhonda?
1: They could. I can be found on um, Facebook every day that the sun rises, <laughs> and there is internet available in the city of Atlanta. Um, and I'm at Facebook at Facebook slash Rhonda McKnight. I'm at all my name. And I'm also on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, those are the two that I use the most, but I'm on Shout Life. I'm on MySpace, but pretty much you you can find me on, on uh, Facebook and, and Twitter. And if you just Google me, like if you forget my website, you forget, you know, Facebook, if you Google me, I am the most popular Rhonda McKnight <laughs> in the global world.
2: That's awesome. <laughs> it is.
1: It is. It is if you Google Rhonda McKnight, you're going to find – the first 20, 30 links are going to be about me, so you'll you 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 you'll find me.
2: Wow. Rhonda McKnight, congratulations on your first book. I'm already waiting for August 2010
0: for the interview. <laughs> uh, it's a, it's to a great it.
1: book. I'm very excited about it. I'm really excited. I mean, I'm excited about Secrets and Lives. But I'm really excited about Any Inconvenient Friend*. It is a book about sisterhood, and I think it's a lesson that a lot of sisters yes. need to learn.
2: Yes, and that's what I'm saying. It's The, the title is hot right now yeah. because, like I said, I've been one. I'm dealing with several uh, just by the, the, the title, so I'm excited about that. I'm going to get Secrets and Lies and read it over my luxurious Christmas holiday that I'm anxiously awaiting uh, this time, but much success. We want to have you back. Um, continue your awesome work with writers. I know I'll be, I will be contacting you in uh, 2010 for content editing um, because fiction is totally different than nonfiction. Yes, it is. it is. So yeah. um, much success and what's your upcoming events? upcoming radio appearances in, in case somebody wants to catch you on uh, something else?
1: Okay, well, I've I've got quite a few radio shows scheduled. Um I've, I've one right after I get off with you. I have um actually what I'm going to do is if if someone's interested in, in catching, I have a book release party this Saturday here in Atlanta at Big Miller Grove Church on um in Lithonia at 2:30 in um at 2:30 to 5. Uh, Like I said, at Big Miller Grove Church. And then I have radio appearances. I'm on um, Women with a Mission this day morning at 9.30 on Blog Talk Radio. I'm on the Charmaine Austin show tomorrow morning at 8.30. I'm with Kansas City Girlfriends Book um, Club show this evening at 8.30. I will be on uh, KP chat Cafe on February seventh. I have several shows scheduled in January that are escaping me, but every everything will be on the events page on my website.
2: And Rhonda mcknight dot uh, dot net. I was gonna say dot com dot yeah. net. And y'all, y'all can catch her on Facebook. um I'm a Facebook junkie myself, and we always <laughs> pass each other on Facebook. So she's always on there. Again, thank you so much, Rhonda, for stopping by. Thank y'all. you for Real having time. me. I appreciate thank your
1: support. Appreciate you having me on the show.
2: No problem. We will follow up with you later tonight. Okay. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Take thank care. You. you too. If Goodbye. you uh, missed any of Rhonda McKnight's interview, you can download it in the archive section. Tonight is a special edition of Real Talk with Tanya White. Uh, Monday edition We are normally on Thursday nights At 7pm So catch us this Thursday As we will be chatting With Joy Elizabeth Turner One of the uh, contributing authors To Victorious Living for Women Uh, And check us out Wednesday We have a special show Wednesday With Miss Lisa Ray Uh, You know her as Diamond from the Players Club Or Niecy from all of us She's going to stop by Kick some real talk about uh, life after her divorce and disappointments and what is next for Miss Lisa Ray. Then Sunday, we're talking about how to shed the fat forever with Hollywood trainer Jeanette Jenkins. That is this Sunday at 7 p.m. Also, next Tuesday, we're talking to TT from the game, Malik's assistant. He's got game too, y'all. So check him out. He's going to drop by. He's going to share, hopefully, what is up with the game, when it's going to come back on. If it's going to come back on, what's next for him. And then next Thursday we're going to close out 2009, have a 2009 wrap-up party, and we have the magnificent Mo Steagle co-hosting with us, and we're trying right now to schedule a very special guest. So tune in. we got six shows in two weeks. Then we're going to take a three-week break, and then we're going to come back January 7th, Kick off 2010 with our anniversary show. It's all about winning in 2010, y'all. Real Talk is going to another stratosphere. And so we hope you join us for that ride. Again, thank you for joining us tonight. Visit TanyaWhite.com. Tanya is T A N Y A White is in the color.com. Uh, check me out on Facebook, Facebook.com backslash Real Talk with Tanya White. We have a very special. Uh, Three-day telephone fellowship coming up for our new empowerment group, Women Who Want Other Women to Win uh, group, and we're having a three-day conference. We have eight powerful speakers. We're going to talk a little bit more about that. But tomorrow, December 1st, early registration begins, and it's only $10, you all. Check out tanyawhite.com or Facebook.com. We'll talk with Tanya White to find out who is going to be uh, the speaker, what we're going to be talking about, it's gonna. You can stay right in the comfort of your own home and get filled, get focused, and get rejuvenated. That is going to be January 28th through January 30th, 2010, and then you all first quarter 2010. Tanya White is uh, launching another book. It's called "Girl You Can Win: The Ten Highly Essential Habits of a Winning Woman." It's all about my sisters in 2010. So I'm going to empower you, inspire you, give you the tools that you need. I'm taking the excuses out of why you cannot achieve your goals. So all of my books next year are for my sisters. Girl, You Can Win is the first one. Uh, Girl, Go For It is the second one. And then we have a trilogy coming out. Girl, Handle Your Business, How to Build, Brand, and Boom, Your Business. Tell you why it's going to be busy. But I love doing what I do, and I love helping you become the person, the winning person that you are destined to be. You all, we're going to check out of here. We're going to close out with Escape. You're my little secret. Rhonda, get her book right now. Go to Amazon.com. Go to her website. If you go to her website, I'm pretty sure she'll send you an autographed copy. The book sounds hot. I'm going to read it in December. Uh, stay tuned for her number two book, The Inconvenient Friends. She told us about Check her out, com. If nothing else, I love you guys. Have a very productive week. Tune in Wednesday for a special show as we talk to Miss Lisa Ray. If nothing else, I'll talk to you on Wednesday. Bye-bye.
0: And that's how we got to keep it. Did anybody see you? Coming to my house last night. When I got your message in my beeper That you want to do everything I like.
1: There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at ShumbaCasino.com.
2: No purchase necessary. DTW through. Void where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.